glad to see you. Guys, I know what you're thinking when I walk up here. Man, this guy looks so well-adjusted and physically fit, and he obviously has sex this morning, so fuck what he has to say. And you are absolutely correct. But guys, it wasn't always this way. You know, I got problems. <laughs> I was a fat kid, and I was bullied. Let's keep it serious, Natasha. I was a fat kid, and I was bullied. This is a true story. And I tell you all this to say, I fucking won. I did it. Take that, Amanda Richardson from the third grade. Yeah. I haven't seen her since she was seven. And for all I know, she's... Still seven. <laughs> well, who's fat and dumb now, you little seven-year-old shit? Who's got the baby fat now? Amanda. Who's too self-conscious to take off their shirt at the pool now? Amanda. Well, that's still me. But yo, I went through puberty. I, you can't beat me up anymore. Probably. I got a small amount of testosterone. And yo, I can do shit like long division now. And you don't even know what fractions are, you fucking idiot. Yo, I tried to find Amanda and I couldn't do it. So I messaged every single Amanda Richardson on Facebook a picture of my jawline. And now I'm on a list somewhere. Yo, guys, I know I'm killing it, but I know not everyone would agree, right? Like, I know Hollywood would only ever cast me as the funny, diverse, best friend in a rom-com. And I got something to say to all those so-called leading men types. And that is to go get her back, bud. What are you still doing here? <laughs> She's waiting for you. I'll be right here. But no, I am the leading man right now, and y'all are going to listen to me. I'm going to tell you about my dating life. Uh, guys, <laughs> I've been online dating, which people complain about, but I think it's pretty great because, like, yo, the AI on Tinder figured out hella quick that I'm only into Russian hackers. <laughs> and that's how I met my current lady, Svetlana, guys. Uh, she's a model. Not bad for a fat kid. Yo, suck it, Amanda. Yo, you might recognize her. It's great. You might recognize her. You might have seen her. She's on the cover of freestockphotos.net. Uh, yeah. Uh, she, has this, she has this look about her. She has this uh, je ne sais quoi about her. She's so uh, toute belle. She has, oh, how you say, she's, uh, she has this look of being a different person in every photo, you know? I like that joke. <laughs> um, what else do I want to say before I get out of here? Uh, oh, yeah, she tells me these sweet nothings, guys. Her back and forth is so cute. She tells me these sweet nothings, like, you're the hottest single in your area. And, and I tell her cute things back, like, my mother's maiden name and my social security number. <laughs> Whenever you date, you know, people try to give you advice, right? People try to give you advice. Like, my friends give me shitty dating advice, like, don't date robots, Vishal. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right, that's all I want to do. Thank you so much. Vishal called dating robots. Pretty, pretty Russian robots. 
Alright, we got comments. It looks like Marty Cunney was all chomping at the bit to say some stuff to be shown. I just thought it might be nice to have a microphone over here. Oh, okay. there you go. Uh, sure. yeah. uh, great energy on stage, man. It's good, it's good to, you know, you're on the stage, you got great presence. Uh, I like the bit, you know, you're taking down the bully, and maybe this is kind of an over overused one, but it's like, did you win or did the bully win? Because she was trying to make you better or something. She saw something inside of you, chiseled away at the stone, and and they're literally, you had to shed the stone. Yeah. Uh, to <laughs> find that. <laughs> like a stone, like as in the weight of people in England is a stone. Did you mean that's that? That's a pretty deep cut. That's not uh, what I I'm meant. Sorry, that's what I thought you meant. You lost a stone. Be, it's a really multicultural reference. Well, uh, a stone is like 17 pounds. Right. And so, yeah. Um, there could be a funny comment in there about how now every, like every time you try to take off your shirt at the pool, you see a seven-year-old girl yelling at you, and <laughs> that's why you're on the list, not like also why you're because you're messaging people. Right, right. Um, and then a bit about your girlfriend being Russia is pretty. It's pretty good. There's a lot to go off of there. Uh, like all of all of her pics have like a watermark because she's famous or something like that. Yeah. Uh, she's multi-talented. She does all these different jobs. You know, yeah. like. She's both a boss and like a, an employee. Like she's, like, you know, just making fun of stock photos. Yeah, cool. the, and any of those stock photo watermarks, you can say the specifically what they are. Like stock stock photo is that because she's trying to sell herself to me? No, I don't know what a stock photo is. I know what a stock photo is, but they they have water. He said they have watermarks, but you could name some specific ones. Like maybe maybe that's her mom's name. Maybe her mom is. Do not copy or something. I don't know what they put on watermarks. Richard Barney. Uh, I love this like asshole persona. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> I like it. The high energy, cool uh, guy who's not cool. Um, I was gonna say uh, third graders. I don't think are seven. Uh, so I think they're like ten. Just. <laughs> So third graders are eight. I looked it up. Yeah. Seriously? Second okay. graders, second graders, yeah. seven, eight. Right. Third graders, eight, nine. I was ten. I was ten. <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say is add more things from like third grade, like more details that about it being third grade. I was thinking like whatever you're dealing with back then. Um, and then um, I don't know, maybe you're fucking the third grade teacher now. <laughs> I would mention seven-year-old more because we almost start to forget like what's happening. Just keep throwing in this seven-year-old girl, and that'll help. Because for a minute, because it, it makes sense. Like you're allowed to punch down on a seven-year-old in this case, because you were the fat kid when you were seven. So, but just keep mentioning seven-year-old or eight, whatever. Natasha. Okay. Cody. Uh, for the. Uh, <laughs> The Russian girlfriend joke. The um, I don't know if you want to play around. I think it'd be like if you could play around with like the misdirect of her being a, a Russian model by saying the um, like the first like like the there was like another like punchline like or like a tag they used after it. I think you could use that as like the misdirect there, and then use the Russian girl girlfriend part as like the tags part instead. Okay. Like uh, I'm not sure what you uh, what was it like I used the uh, or with like the stock photos or whatever like yeah so, something like that I don't know like yeah. I think the Russian girlfriend doesn't punch as hard as like some yeah. of your other tags you know yeah yeah we'll talk about thank you I love the Amanda seven year old the idea that she's still seven really delighted me um, 
Yeah, I'm very tickled. Oh, when you're talking about um, sending uh, pictures to all of the Amandas and getting on a list, I feel like I felt like you're maybe setting us up to get the idea that you're sending dick pics and then you make them job pics. I don't know if that was your intention or not, but if you were trying to do that, it'd be like unsolicited job pics or whatever. Or you can say first that you get on a list and then you say for sending. And then the unsolicited job. And you can change your name from Amanda to Amber if you want to be on a list and you want it to be an alert. You can just change your name to Amber. She's still seven and everyone's still chasing her. Because <laughs> she's... Everybody, V-Show Thank you. Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. Everybody helping out and giving good tags. Appreciate that. Paying attention. Listening to everybody else's jokes. Let's do the same for your next comedian. Really funny guy. Very, very tall. Great jokes. Everybody, Pete Ballmer. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, my favorite sport is ping pong. It's a pretty fun one. Not even a joke yet. Um, uh, one thing I like about ping pong is that it is named after the sounds that you make when you play the sport. How whimsical is that? I like to see that out of other sports, you know, called basketball, bounce, swish, swimming, splish, splash, football, whatever noise a concussion makes, right? One of those. I, um, damn, made it through that first part. I forgot already what the fuck I was going to do. Marty, can you throw me my notebook? This is a good use of just age time, right? Oh, yeah, cool. Oh, wow. Sweet. All right, and I feel like I could relate. <laughs> I feel like me and the inventor of ping pong would be homies, too, because like, I played tennis, like real tennis, once, and after I played, I was like, oh, fuck this, right? Make it smaller. This is supposed to be a leisure sport. Daddy had better be able to play with no shoes on and an orange juice in my left hand. Tennis doesn't get it done for me. You know who's, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at ping pong too. And that's not that hard. Pretty much there's just two qualifications for being good at ping pong. You have to have long arms and a tech job. And I got those locked down. I have a lot of time at work, not much to do, but there is a ping pong table. Uh, you know who sucks ass at ping pong? British people. How do I know? Here's how I know. British people call ping pong Whiff-waff? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> you can look it up. They call it whiff-waff. Like the noises that it makes when you miss the ping-pong ball, right? Imagine that. Watch two British guys just playing ping-pong like, Oh, I'm having a royal rip of a time, but this sure is devilishly difficult, ain't it? Ah. All right, cool. That was a good closer to that joke. Sweet. Uh... I like to take acid. I like taking acid. Um, I, uh, one time I did stand-up on acid. It was pretty rad. Um, I was at a music festival, because of course I was, and uh, they had an open mic in a CBD tent. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Uh, lightning in a bottle. It deserves a whole tent. Very silly place. And uh, I went in, and there, it didn't appear to be happening. There wasn't anything going on. There was just like music playing, no one on stage. And there was a guy kind of sitting near the stage looking like he ran things. He was painted like a clown, which was already very scary. So I didn't want to approach him, but I had to. I was like, all right, hey, Mr. Clown, is there an open mic going on? He's like, oh, yeah, we're still doing that. Uh, here, let me, let me do it for you. Are you doing music? And I was like, no, I'm doing comedy. And he's like, oh, sweet, all right. And then he kills the music, runs on stage, and he goes, sorry, everyone, which is already a good intro. 
He's like, sorry, everyone. We have another person for the open mic. Somebody pauses their Jenga game in the back, and he's like, what did you say your name was? I was like, Pete Palmer. He's like, all right, make it loud for Pete Palmer. I'm like, all right. So, and so I get up on stage pretty freaked out, mostly because of the acid. And uh, so I try to go do a joke. doesn't work very well. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just loosen up, do some crowd work. Also, let everyone know I'm on acid. Everyone's like, all right, cool. We expect that out of you. I start talking to this girl in the front row. I'm like, hey, what's going on with you? And she's not being very conversational. I kind of start fucking with her. I'm like, oh, you take some weird drugs today? And she's like, no. And I'm like, all right. And then it kind of hit me. I was like, hey, how old are you? And she goes, I'm 12. <laughs> It's like, that's sweet. I wish I hadn't told you I was on drugs, but this is not the place for that. So I kept going, kept doing my set, and it was a weird, silly, bad thing, but I made it through it, and then at the end, I tried to get off stage, and then the clown guy comes back on, he's like, no, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do like an improv thing where we act out one of your jokes. And I was like, oh, shit. And so he's like, I need some volunteers from the audience. And he goes, all right, how about you, and then you, Rainbow Dave? And that was the guy's actual name. Picture whatever you picture when you picture a Rainbow Dave. That's what he looked like. Just a tie-dye shirt, eight tabs deep. And then he comes up on stage. He's like, oh, what's your name? And then he tells a Rainbow Dave, who is a regular at the CBD pet, and he paints the best titties at LIB. I'm like, what? And Dave's like, yeah, man, love painting titties. All right, I have more to this, but cool. Thanks, guys. Pete Palmer. Is cooler than he looks. Yay! He does acid. Yay! Nice, thanks, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, I just you know you look you look kind of square. So then when you say you do acid, I'm like, wow, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Boundaries, yeah. and I'm sorry. Um, you have a you have a potential beer pong joke you can go into. Okay. Ping pong, beer pong. Oh, uh, that's true. Like that's you're an adult that got the same word. You're talking about ping pong. Also, right. you talk about whiff laugh and that they're English. And once you've been playing beer pong for a while, you can't hit the ball. A lot either. of whiff and laugh in there, yeah. But um, you act out with the whiff laugh and accent is darling. Thank you. And I would change the line about music fests instead of instead of saying because that's what it is. I would say because I'm 23 or because I'm 24. Yeah, okay. Like with the music festival line. For sure. Yeah, appreciate it. But great stuff. Great new stuff. Thank you. Uh, I thought all that was super funny throughout it. Appreciate uh, it. I feel like Riff Raff, I think, <laughs> that sounds to me like you're saying Riff Raff with a lisp, right? So Riff Raff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at the end you could be like, this game is for the Riff Raff or something. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then uh, the tennis line, you were like, uh, tennis, make it smaller. Uh, I, I guess I feel like you said that, but I didn't exactly get why. I don't, I don't know, maybe you could add like a little something there. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, tennis, yeah, tennis sure. too big, homie, make it yeah, smaller. too big, know. make it smaller, okay. Yeah, maybe someone thought tennis elbow was the biggest bullshit ever, and so they're like, how can I play tennis when I like a tennis elbow? Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, yeah. people, I like your line about uh, because you work at a tech startup or something. Yeah. Uh, people, are, And so, like, because I, likewise, or something like, same reason is why you're also good at foosball. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that's, like, the other tech startup game that everyone has. That is true. And then uh, you said when you got on the stage... You, when you said, uh, mostly freaked out because you were on acid, but it sounded like you were going to say, I was also freaked out by something else. That could be a room to insert something there. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly what, but when you said mostly freaked out, I expected you to say something else, and you didn't, and it was a little off. Misdirection. <laughs> no, 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 I know it's not funny. Uh, your set was really good. Thank you, um, I appreciate it. With the Rainbow Dave thing, I would try adding more. Like, yeah. We were like being descriptive about it, like he has a tie-dye shirt, and I was like, one thing, I was like, for sure, Rainbow Dave's Yeah, 100%, shirt. yeah. Like maybe add like a big beard and a dreadlock, and just like nail it down to Rainbow Dave. I'm yeah. Like, That's fucking Rainbow <laughs> No, Dave. I need to get the descriptions on that. This is just like the first time saying Chanel yeah, yeah. kind of thing, but yeah, 100%. Put, put 
patchouli. Throw patchouli in there. Stinks of patchouli. That's the smell. Oh. That's the smell that hippies smell like instead of bo. Oh, okay. Hippies either smell like bo or patchouli. Well, now I know. Sometimes tea tree oil, but that's when they have money. Yeah. So I don't think. Okay. Cool. cool. Thanks, guys. Yay! He's a tech guy. He doesn't know what hippies smell like. Come here from 3 to 6 on Fridays for Common Thread, and you'll know exactly what hippies smell like. Your next comedian. Oh, and by the way, thanks for donating $2. You guys are great. Your next comedian. He's a funny comic, too. Everybody put your hands together for Cody Abe. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I've been thinking about death lately. I've been thinking about uh, my preferred way to go, and it'd probably be uh, uh, swiftly in a blaze of glory, uh, making everyone around me as uncomfortable as possible, like my kamikaze ancestors. No, I can say that. Uh, I can say that. My grandfather fought in the war uh, for the Americans as a Japanese spy. Uh, but he stayed because of my grandmother. Which, night you're all thinking, she had that treason pussy. Yeah, she had, like, she had the, that, that, <laughs> she had that dishonor your family pussy, you know, like, my grandfather didn't care. Um, you know, her pussy was strong. Uh, it's weird that I'm talking about my grandmother's pussy, but, like, it's <laughs> the reason why she guy foxed me to be me. Like, I'm, my, I, I was born because of that, you know, remember, remember that pussy engenders or whatever, I don't know. If you know what the word engenders means, that's probably, no, it's, um, <laughs> So, uh, I saw recently that somebody fell asleep on a plane, uh, and it uh, landed, parked, and she woke up and it was dark, and she was by herself in the plane. I know, right? Imagine being that comfortable on a plane. Like, uh, <laughs> like she managed... I, I can't even sleep for the quarter of a length of any flight. Like, no matter if it's like a two-hour flight, I can't even sleep for that two hours, and it's ridiculous. Uh, but... You know, uh, like they were talking about how, how uh, they were talking about how it's it. There's a like it, it could be dangerous that um, like if she, like good thing she didn't have you know malicious intent, right? She she wasn't she didn't like start the plane, and that got me thinking. Like, well, now are they gonna like? fucking like don't give that to the public don't give that idea out you know people are going to go on planes now and fucking fall asleep on purpose and they're going to be like s opening one eye to see like if people are like like they're going to and then you can't really you can't really say you can't really like blame anybody for doing that like you can't get in trouble you know uh I had more for that but I don't I didn't really remember uh so my favorite fruit is watermelon uh, because it's, you know, it's the most liquid of melons. Uh, it's very, it's very light. It, uh, you know, it's refreshing on a hot day. Uh, watermelon flavoring, on the other hand, uh, tastes like the person who invented it never had a watermelon before. You know, it, it makes my mouth dry and it gives me a stomachache. The exact opposite of a watermelon. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh. I, uh, I used to smoke weed. I don't anymore, but uh, I'm still a fan of the sport. You know, uh, I still appreciate it. Like, uh, it's not as exciting as basketball or as tactical as as football or something like that. But definitely better than fishing. 
you know, it's it's a it's a better spectator sport than fishing. Uh, like being get like that contact high that you get really isn't you know, like it's 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 the calmness of being high without the anxiety, and because of that, I think. Um, I forgot a tag for that. Anyway, I'll just end it there. Cody Alright. Uh, oof, oof, oof. We've got, there we go. Sorry about that feedback. Uh, just so you know, another word for, I mean, you said kamikaze, but when you actually um, kill yourself by stabbing yourself in the stomach, they call it harikari or seppuku. S-E-P-P-U-K-U. Yeah. Is the act of eviscerating yourself with a sword or falling off your sword, on your sword if you've dishonored yourself as a samurai. So that might, you can go like even deeper into the Japanese stuff if you want. Because, oh. yeah, kamikaze yeah, yeah. killed themselves as pilots for oh, the shit, for the for the Japanese but back in the samurai days it was if you dishonored your family it was harikari harikari h-a-r-i-k-h-a-r-a-k-a-r-i just just yeah just to tell you your own history as a white woman um, it, I should really it, it, white yeah. explain to, everything to, 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 to uh, <laughs> it's actually uh, harikiri harikiri thank you harikiri perfect yes boom. yeah boom hell yeah <laughs> no that's perfect is that it? Okay. That's how you respond to white spining people. <laughs> I can actually draw it in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I really like the plane joke. I'm a big fan. Um, I think there's another direction you can take it, where instead of being like uh, malicious intent, maybe just like intent to own a private jet. That's oh, yeah. uh, like a seven seven seven. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, and I, I'm not sure if you can say this. Maybe people, it's not wrong, um, but maybe you can say like uh, watermelon's my favorite fruit because you know I always dreamed of being black or, or something like that. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> Jason King is a, Jason King is a is a uh, black male hailing from New York City, so it's okay that he said that. <laughs> <laughs> just a suggestion on ordering maybe like the 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 death stuff is kind of a little a lot to start out with possibly so I think it's a drug that could work a lot stronger maybe you put it like a little bit like later in the, the set yeah I want to say uh, yeah just yeah oh, oh. So, uh, that was my set that I was going to do at, at Cobbs dude exactly <laughs> open with death why not uh, I like the bit about your grandpa being a spy I think there's a lot more that you can go into uh, keep playing around with that like and now I know I'm mispronouncing but you should probably mispronounce it because no one will know what the fuck you're talking about if you say harikiri yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but your grandma had that harikari pussy you wanted to stick it in her gut before you stuck it in his <laughs> uh, oh, hey damn. stuff like that just <laughs> hell yeah gross dumb shit because at the end of the day yeah you're making a bunch of jokes about fucking your grandma yeah. and so just go with it just make it as weird as possible um i wasn't really sure where you're going with the whole spectator sport with like weed thing yeah um yeah, it's it, it I, you need to like stick with one of those ideas and just kind of go with it because right you were just kind of like jumping from topic to topic yeah, without yeah. really landing on anything uh but like the sports comparison was good. Like you could say, like you have as much memory loss from smoking as like football players do from playing football or something like that. Yeah. Just play play along with the analogies a bit more because, but you just stick with one and go with it. Because if you keep jumping around like that, it's hard to follow. Yeah. Okay. 
great set. Uh, you have a bit about the plane and someone falling asleep in it. Yeah. And I feel like uh, your your punchline that the planes are uncomfortable. Um, you could have moved that up. Or I think in the beginning you say there's a headline where this woman fell asleep on a plane, and I feel like there you could just say, which is crazy. Oh, okay. Planes are uncomfortable, you yeah. know, and then go on with the crazy stuff. Right. And like that's not totally the whole line. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but I actually lived in Japan for a couple of years, so I can explain a few things. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I liked a lot of your uh, Japanese stuff. Um, I think it'd be really funny if you like you, you have like a lot of like the the main things people think about. But like uh, one of the stereotypes I have of Japanese people is that they're super good at sleeping on public transportation, especially planes. I don't know, maybe that's just nobody else. That's a that's a thing. I oh, know, yeah, I get because they're they're all just so tired that they're. Oh no, like I feel like there's like it's a meme of Japanese people sleeping on like the subway and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. so uh, that you don't have that. Uh, and then I also think it'd be funny if your grandfather was a, a U.S. spy that actually was so committed to not blowing his cover that he did a kamikaze attack. Or <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands wildly, everybody! Kodayabe! Yay! comedian. She's the only lady on the list today, other than me, but I identify as a... I, who else is the other girl? Dylan. Oh, Dylan's a girl! Cool! Alright, sweet! Fuck yeah, so there's three ladies tonight. But the first one's right here, clap your hands together, for Natasha Vinnick! Uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, maybe you guys don't experience this, but uh, as a kid, my mom had like all those magazines in the bathroom, they're like Cosmo magazines, where it's like, 10 ways to convince your man he wants you, even though he's already your man, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that's crazy, because I found finally as an adult that like, I can't convince a guy one way or another. If a guy thinks I'm sexy, I can't convince him otherwise. If a guy doesn't want to have sex with me, like I can't convince him otherwise. Uh, and I figured it out, okay, well first off, if a dude doesn't want to have sex with me, then I should leave him alone. <laughs> I should just leave him alone. Have we learned that in 2019, everybody? Uh, but if a dude wants to have sex with me, there's so little I can say to change his mind. It's like nearly impossible. I can be like, listen, you don't get it. My, my room's a mess. My car's a mess. My life's a mess. He'll be like, what of it? And I'll be like, no, 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 you don't understand. I, I'm unemployed. I have four kids I might not know about. He'll be like, same. <laughs> And be like, you don't understand. Men have died in this vagina. He'll be like, I volunteer as tribute. Like, it's, there's no point even bothering. Um, Hey, what do you guys think about monogamy? Yeah, monogamy's fine, right? Yeah, we like it. Now, most people in San Francisco don't like it. People are like, what do you get sick of watching like the same movie over and over again forever? How can you handle being with the same person over and over again? And these people haven't seen me like watch my own Instagram stories. I can watch those for weeks on end. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you guys, what's your opinion on turtles? What's your preference, ninja or regular? <laughs> All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, people are very not into abortion. Uh, they say it's bad. And I feel like if you do it right, you get out of it almost exactly what you put into it. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I was having sex with this dude I was with for a little bit. And the sex was really bad. It was very bad. It was very bad sex. But I remember while we were having sex, I was like, 
I think he's funny enough for me to tolerate this for a whole relationship, which is a thing a guy would never say, because <laughs> women aren't funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it's weird because as a woman, you get all these advice for how to get men, you know, like, pretend you like cars, pretend you care about their interests, be cool and chill, and the only thing that men are taught is, like, be a jerk to them. <laughs> Tell them they're fat, but make it funny. And then women, like, don't get it because women aren't funny. And it's just, it's like a lose-lose. Actually, after a show, I had a guy say to me that uh, I was pretty funny for a woman. And I'm pretty sure that's his proposal. <laughs> and I was uh, flattered. Uh, I find really gross when people say that they want to have a family. The phrase itself disgusts me, but it's really fucked up when you hear it from your dad. <laughs> you know what, dad? All right, uh, I feel like uh, Willy Wonka is just a Michael Jackson who likes kids uh, a little less. <laughs> That's all, thank you. Natasha Vinick, a bunch of new one-liners. Uh, I think that the I forget exactly how they led into it, but like the women aren't funny bit, like more of a pause right before you launch in because women aren't funny, like because especially since that's like your launching point for a couple other points. Yeah, uh, it's a. It, I think it's more of an impactful transition if you do it like that. That makes sense. Before you go through that big awesome list of why no one should love you, uh, I would <laughs> I would say something to the effect of because there's so much wrong with me like just set it up before you do the list you just didn't even say that like i know you i know where you meant us to go with it but mm -hmm. i would i think you can get a laugh off of just i try to convince them not to sleep with me because there's so much wrong with me mm -hmm. and i think you'll get a laugh and then you launch into your big old list of like all the reasons that get awesome. funnier and that's good uh similar to what marty said the first joke you had the 10 reasons to make your man into you even when he's already into you. I thought that was super funny, but you kind of breezed on by it, so like mm. a, a little pause Slow after. Yeah, just that mm -hmm. part. Otherwise, great jokes. Thanks. I like those one-liners a lot. Uh, one of the things I had was that you have your, the, my this is a mess, my dad is a mess, my dad is a mess. All of those, I think, are like opportunities for jokes. Mm -hmm. But if you made them more specific, um, just by making them specific, I think it'd be funny. Mm. Any other comments? Solid one-liners. Everybody, Natasha Vinick, yeah! All right, moving right along. Your next comedian is one of my favorites in the city. He is part of the OMG team that runs it all the time and uh, super awesome. You're going to love him right now. Pay attention and clap your hands wildly for John Gallagher! All right. I, uh, I got, uh, I was walking around Oakland and uh, a person, uh, a black gentleman that I did not know came up to me, uh, just walking around and goes, ha, huh, looks like your skateboarding days are over. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I was like, 
And this was like stunning and shocking because, and I was like, hey, we both know I've only rolled <laughs> and, uh, myself. It was a very mean thing for me to say, for him to say. But uh, yeah, these skateboarding days are over might be the funniest thing anybody's ever said to me. Yeah, we both know this body is meant for falling, uh, clearly. And that might be like a, a white guy who just uh, skateboarding with injuries. That's like the equivalent of like a black guy gangster lean, I feel like. It's like oh yeah, fucking ate shit out of a half pipe or something. Something dumb. I don't know. Alright, cats, uh, uh, I got cats, and that's fun, uh, yeah, I, I was reading the thing that says cats blinking at you is like their way of like, showing they love you, it's like their equivalent of like little kisses, and I started watching my cat, and my cat's just sitting in the corner of my house like blinking at me over and over again, like just like really slowly and sensually, and it's like, I'm just being sexually harassed all day by this horny little thing, what the fuck is this with this cat just sexually harassing me all day, it's disgusting, it's like I have a horny Italian man just blowing me kisses all day in my house, just like, and I'm like, hey, go eat, go eat out of your bowl, you fucking weirdo. It's like the, it's like the coolest kink relationship in San Francisco. <laughs> he just blows kisses at me from the corner. We don't touch, but he does eat out of a bowl and drink out of a water, water thing in the corner. Uh, they say uh, if you're making fun of fat people, you're punching down. But come on, you're punching up. They're a different weight class. Come on, guys. What is that? Yeah. It's easy, easy, easy money. Um, I have a, oh, I got a cool, got a cool phone call from my mom the other day, and she goes, John, your third cousin's husband is dead in Alaska, and you need to buy a plane ticket to go to the funeral. And I said, no, I don't, and I hung up. <laughs> because, uh, who is my third cousin's husband? Uh, raise your hand if you know your third cousin, just anybody. One person, exactly. That's fucking literally nobody, okay? I will have more impact just flying around the world to where things that are bad happen. I'll be like, I'm, I'm here. Like, why? I feel bad. I'm here to do that. When I show up at this funeral, nobody will give a shit. If you're my third cousin and you want me to go to your funeral, die 12 feet away from me, and then maybe I'll think about it. If I don't have anything to do, you know? I have more of an impact sending a candy gram. You know, I'll send up a Twix to his father, to their, to his funeral. That's two candies for two children left by their father. You know, it's fun. Everybody loves a Twix. And I like that because it makes everybody sad, you know? Good. Anyway, um, I, uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I'm gonna do this one because it's fun for me. The Three Men and a Baby, huh? You guys seen that movie? It's a good one, good. Uh, three Men and a Baby, that's like the perfect comedy amount of men to be around a baby, I feel like. Because uh, two men or one man and a baby, that's just like a, a, a single man or family taking care of a baby. Three men, that's just hilarious. They're in each other's way. That's great. Four men and above, what the fuck are they doing with this baby? What is, what is it? 16 men and a baby? Ew. That's only sex or devil stuff. That's the only thing that's happening. You bet, If there's 16 men around one baby, that's either the worst kindergarten or they're dripping candle wax for the Antichrist. That's all they're doing. All right. Thanks. Bye. John Gallagher, everyone. Edgy as always. I would, I loved your opening joke, the opposite of catcalling with the skateboard thing. Oh, thank you. It's the opposite of catcalling, and then you're getting the opposite of catcalled from your fucking cat. Yeah. So I feel like the whole thing is like a catcalling set where Ooh. you're getting catcalled, you're getting the opposite of catcalled by a person okay. with the skateboard joke, and then your cat is catcalling you, and you're not accepting it. That, yeah. I thought all that was very funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, 
It also made me think about how furries are very misguided because, uh, like the furry costumes, they can't blink. Oh, yeah. So they really don't know what the fuck they're talking so about. Gotta cut out the holes. Um, also, you you mentioned that like your cousin died in Alaska, and you're like. I'm super not going to Alaska. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe this dipshit died in the Barbados. I'd have some refresher for him or something like that. Oh, no, yeah. And then maybe some more specific, like, Illuminati references for the, like, 16-minute baby thing, like Bilderberg Group or, like, Bohemian Grove or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Could be that. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. Pull it up a little bit. Like, put him in a little owl costume or something. Ooh. With the uh, the third cousin one, it's like that's so removed from like an actual like family member <laughs> that you know that you can identify like the third cousin. Like you find out like surprise, your third cousin was like two chains or something like that. <laughs> exactly, just like give an identity to it. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, because it is Alaska, they could get mauled by a grizzly or something really. You know, you can heighten their death somehow by making it more fun. I don't want to make it. Fun. Okay, <laughs> but it's that's true though. <laughs> Oh. He died in a boring, stupid way. I'm not going to his funeral. He really did. He dropped out of a massive heart attack like a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. If you my think? third cousin came to my <laughs> to my to my funeral, I would haunt him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, other almost one more comment. I do like the stuff about your cat not taking a hint. And I'm wondering if you could somehow, I can't even think of examples, but think about ways in which people like uh, try to avoid being sexually harassed, like dressing conservatively, not that that works, oh, but make yeah. it stuff that like a cat wouldn't like. Oh, okay. All right. That's a good idea. Oh, thank you. Cool. Clap your hands together, everyone, for John Gallagher. Oh, that was the end of the song. Yeah. Uh, Thanks again uh, for donating. Hey, if you're listening to this on the mutinyradio.fm, which you aren't because the stream's not back up yet, but if you are, when this does come out, please press that donate button or decide to become one of our Patreon supporters and give us money every month because we're keeping free speech alive and helping comedians. Yay. Your next comic. Clap your hands in a slappy-like motion. For Adam Polstein! Thank you. So uh, I celebrated four years uh, with my girlfriend, and uh, I'm probably going to ask her to uh, marry me. Um, yeah, I mean, look, what else am I going to do? Train a new woman? I'm just kidding. Very lucky to uh, have her. It's been a great uh, four years. I was teasing. And uh, I met her dad for the first time, and uh, he was like, so I'm getting the impression that you're going to be a member of our uh, family someday. And I'm just like, well, you're divorced, so you don't really like have a family. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think uh, diversity in comedy is great. I think that you get a wide variety of audience members, which calls for a wide variety of comedians to entertain those audience members. Um, I still hope we don't have any uh, diversity in rap music. I never want to see that ever. I only want to hear black guys rap. I don't want anything. Like, I don't want my mom's friends, like, rapping. Like, like, hey, my name's Becky, and I'm 42, and if you barbecue, I'll call the cops on you. Like, I don't want to hear that person. girl came up to me at work and she's like do you know who you look exactly like and i hate that because it's always just like fuck who is it like who are you, who are you gonna show me right now and she was like 11 but like it's still a girl and i want her to still think i'm like hot sort of <laughs> and it's always this whenever anybody asks you that just like do you know who you look exactly like i'm just like no i d- and i don't want to know she's like do you know who chinless butt face is <laughs> the musician 
I'm like, no, I don't, and I don't want to see a picture of him. And she's like, do you want to see a picture of him? I'm like, no, that shows me the picture of him. She's like, see, it's you, except you're like a less successful virgin of him. I'm like, do you say virgin or virgin? So, as I said virgin, I assume you never had sex, but with the, uh, the no chin and the butt face and whatnot. <laughs> Um, I got an idea for a, um, an app. You've seen these commercials where like some guy's sitting on a plane, he's got like a coach seat, and it's like, this is John. John paid $300 for his coach seat. And then it cuts over to like Dennis, he's got like sunglasses, like a ponytail, like this is Dennis. He paid $50 for the same exact coach seat. Pretty cool. Dennis also has been fucking John's wife for months. And he's like, <laughs> like in his chair, feeling good. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I think just, you know I don't like the third party side. I think you should pay. You should get for what you pay for. Like it's not fair if somebody paid less than you and they get better stuff than what you paid. Like that's that's why I have an app. It's called Stick. Okay, that's what it does. It it tells you how much everybody on an airplane paid for their seat. And if somebody paid less than you did for a better seat, you get to beat them with a stick until <laughs> they give their seat back to you. And then um, do I have anything else? <laughs> This is just uh, musings here. So I ran into an old coworker, and we were talking about, hey, do you ever know what happened to Jeff, our boss? He's like, yeah, I heard Jeff is working at a mental hospital now. I'm like, so what? He's working at a mental hospital? It's a job. Doesn't mean he's crazy. He's just working. He's trying to make it sound like he's all crazy. Um, and last, uh, who here is in favor of um, legalizing prostitution? Wait, close your eyes. Raise your hand if you're in favor of the last All right, that was it. Thanks so much. That's all I have. Yeah. Yay! Adam Pearlstein getting political at the end. Legalized prostitution, hooray! No, seriously, it, it validates women's work as a Marxist. I'm totally into validating prostitution because it actually takes women's work and the oldest profession that ever existed and it actually makes it worth something. So everybody really should legalize and pay women's work for women's work. Because we're all, if we're all equal, then why is our work not valued and paid for? Anyways, I'm sorry, I'll get off my soapbox, no, okay, but you touched I'll, me I'll at the end. Thank you. But it's like, <laughs> no, but it's just, you touched me at the end by saying something political, because I honestly feel like what's the point of doing comedy anymore if we're in these in crazy political times where everything is changing and abortion is weird and racism is real and all of that's happening. If we aren't being political on stage, what the fuck are we doing? Just telling dick jokes? So I appreciate it when you say something political. I think, I think that's what we're up there for. Or are we not? Maybe I'm just a dick and I'm like, oh, I gotta be political all the time. But like, what else is the point of getting up on stage if we're not like informing the community and changing the world we live in? Okay, I'm done. But that was great. Please bring up prostitution and talk about it because it's really important. I just had the first part. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, also in favor, I think it, it helps with uh, STD rates in a lot of cities, so I think it makes sense. Oh, what uh, is control, you mean? Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Uh, um, in terms of what you said, like, everyone, no, close your, uh, like, close your eyes. Was that on purpose? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, like, I enjoyed that. I, I think that works. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the, the person you look like, um, did you ever try sticking in like McLovin? Like I've thanks. Uh, see, that's, that's why I hate when people tell you what's. Um, no, what I get? I got uh, Jack Antonoff, the former the drummer from. I got that the other day, and um, but yeah, no, that's. I was you know trying to let the uh, people just do the imagine, keep the subject vague so it's it mm. relatable to the audience because every audience member has their own or every person here has been told they look like somebody. So instead of getting attention away, bring it to me by a specific person like McLovin or Jack Antonoff, just keeping it vague for that 
respect, yeah. Yeah, I would just say that I definitely agree with you there, and it's much funnier to just go with chinless butt face and not worry about any real... Yeah, it's just also funny to say chinless butt face. It's just a funny name. I wasn't saying I'm with you, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, the same thing with us. People always tell me like I look like Nicolas Cage and shit, but I'm like, whenever I was like, you know what you look like? I'm like, it's never nobody sexy. Yeah, see, you don't look oh, like yeah. Nicolas Cage. I was going to do one where like, I no offense, but like, I love when like black people tell me that I look like somebody. It's like, oh shit, look, we got Tom Cruise over here. It's just like, I think all white people look the same. There's <laughs> <laughs> nobody what I look like. <laughs> uh, I like the bit about the, the dad not having the family or, or uh, you could say like, yeah, you're gonna be a me- you want to be a member of my family, bitch. Like, yeah, 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 no, like, yeah, yeah. Turn the tables on them. Uh, so I know it's a mean joke because somebody groaned at that too, but it's just like I don't know. But no, that's yeah. great. Um, and then the bit about where she like assumes you're a virgin. So I assume you're a virgin. I was like, fuck to you, like she on this big fuck face. Yeah. So like, oh shut up, you're a virgin too, bitch, because she's like the 11 year old. Oh yeah. 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 Turn it back on her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She better be a virgin, that slut. Well, yeah, that's also something you could go with. Uh, and then, yeah, the bit about the mental hospitals, yeah, like, people assuming, like, it's one of those dumb, like, it has, like, one of those mugs that's, like, you don't got to be crazy to work here, but it helps. And it's, oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, all that yeah. they have there. Yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Okay? All right, thanks, guys. Yay, Adam Brosnan! <laughs> Alright, moving right along. That was some that was some weird sexy jazz there in the background for the eleven year old. Uh your next comedian, clap your hands on a wild sloppy like motion for Damon Sellers. My first time here and I am excited. Yeah. Just Bursting with excitement. That's me, all right. To a T. Damon, and I'm excited. Little pro tip. Feel free to take this home and use it. To your brain, nervousness and excitement, they're practically the same signal. You can leverage that. Anytime you're feeling nervous, just vocalize, I am excited. And that's usually enough to cross the wires and trick yourself into believing it's true. I am excited. I'm not afraid of you. I'm excited. I'll probably get through this set. Because I'm excited. They say that hindsight's always 50-50. You know, looking back, I think I might have fucked up that premise. (laughs) Who's to say? Certainly not me. A little bit about me. At this point, I'm pretty much a Paul Giamatti character, just without all that raw sex appeal they usually give him. Probably a great joke for radio. I I told that joke once. I got off stage. This other comic, he came up to me. He said, Damon, great set. Probably my favorite of the night. Maybe my favorite all time. This totally happened. He continued, if I had one note, maybe you think about swapping out Paul Giamatti for Richard Dreyfuss. And I guess I nailed the look. I was worried that younger people wouldn't know who Paul Giamatti was. And this guy's suggestion was Richard Dreyfuss. 
Plus, Richard Dreyfuss had a stretch in his career where he worked as a leading man. I'm barely a man. Certainly not leading. I just don't think it was very helpful. Really looking forward to getting notes on this one. Clearly, I take cr constructive criticism really well. A friend of mine likes to argue with me sometimes. He says, Damon, if you really think about it, Jesus was technically a zombie. And you know, I, I guess I'm inclined to agree with him, seeing as both zombies and Jesus are entirely fictional. Blasphemy is always fun. Uh, especially fun for me. I grew up really devout. I was, I was a Catholic, uh, especially in high school, to the point where I was seriously considering becoming a priest. I know that's a real big stretch, getting up in front of a whole bunch of people every week, telling them what they should be believing in. Who'd have thought I'd end up here? Uh, but, but it's true. And I want you to imagine this. I, I was so devout, I was going to confession every week. So what that boiled down to is me going alone in a room closing the door behind me with this potential pedophile, telling him about how I've been dry humping my teenage girlfriend for the past week, and the whole time what I'm concerned with in my head is thinking, you know, maybe I want this guy's job. Cool, so excited. I think that's all I'm bringing tonight. I would at that one when you talk about I'm not afraid I'm excited which I like because it's funny that you're so like deadpan and you're like I'm excited I'm, I think it's a great opener I would think of um, a scary time or example where you've more not comedy related like walking down the street at 3 a.m. in the tenderloin or somebody like some really like actual scary event you were about to jump out of a plane and you're like I'm not scared I'm excited I'm excited some kind of like example of a scary thing other than comedy to like make that joke hit a little more okay Marty Cunney's got things to say uh, the, the Jesus being fictional thing is kind of a tired joke. It's done by like everybody. It's not really funny to most people. So you get, but it, it's not like terrible that you're thinking like the same length of like going along to the Jesus being a zombie thing, right? Like if Jesus bites you, do you turn into Jesus, or like get a little more ridiculous with it. Because if it's kind of it's kind of a funny idea, like just comparing Jesus to a zombie, but like you got to go more than that, right? If you just say like, oh, it's fictional, it's like mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was worried that the Jesus and zombie was itself a tired thing because they both come back from the dead, and so I was trying to subvert that. Right. But yeah, but you can right. do you can do tired. I mean, everybody does premises that have been done before, yeah. but it's putting your spin on it that makes it different, and that like really showcases what you're doing on stage, right? And that's what we're all doing. Uh, so if if you if you like it, go with it, but try to find a way to put your thing on it. You know. Uh, I really like the ideas you're playing with at the top, with being excited and nervous. Um, I think it's fun if you if you lean into it and like if you repeat a bunch of times, I'm excited, I'm excited, like that kind of thing. Uh, you can also use it as a save later on in your set if something bombs. You can be like, I'm excited. Uh, I think that'd be funny. Um, and then also, I really like Pam's idea of throwing in some ideas. And I think it's funny if you give an example of a time that you got excited and it just like didn't work. Like it, the results were terrible, but you were excited or something. Okay. Should have been nervous. 
you, you, like uh, the first time you had sex, uh, you were nervous, and then you were, said you were excited, and you came instantly. That's like the most <laughs> tired example. Right. But. Okay. Yay! Steven Sellers! Welcome! Come back again and again! Yay! That's how Joke Workshop works. Bye, guys! Your next comedian, another new guy. Uh, it's an unfamiliar name to me, but you guys are going to love him. Clap your hands wildly for Sergio Gonzalez! Talking about the game. Talking about the game. And this is like your third time you introduced me as a new guy. <laughs> I don't come often, in my bed. Um, I was at Dolores Park this weekend. It's a fucking beautiful park. Kids are playing. Families are having picnics. Guys are drinking beers. Guys are smoking weed. Guys are smoking PCP. Guys are shooting up heroin. Guys are doing cocaine. It's a beautiful park to take your children to. <laughs> no, it's fucking ridiculous. I hate that park. Like once it gets seven degrees, people act like it's a beach that I can swim where. I'm like, what the fuck are you? You're in the middle of the city right now. There's no beach around us. I'll keep fucking going for this joke. I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> like, oh god, we pay this much rent, we might as well make it fucking worth it. No, fuck, dude. Fuck me. I know I opened up with Pam thing and it fucked me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little drunk. Just got an Uber out of here. Do you guys remember when Uber was like really exciting? Like when it first came out? We're like, oh my god, a Nissan Altima? Holy shit. I've never been in this. A water? A Kirkland water bottle? Yes, I'll take it. A little treats. Oh my god, I love this. Your name's Ryan Wow. How much money do you make? You are an entrepreneur. Thank you. Now it's like the fucking opposite. Like they try talking to you. They're like, hey, you from around here? Like, man, shut the fuck up, dude. Fucking give me where I need to go. Your Nissan also smell like shit. Where's my waters? There's no fucking treats in here. What the fuck, dude? One star. Shut up. All right. Oh, man. Drink a couple mimosas on the way here. It's a good drink. It's refreshing. I hate that mimosas are only served on Sundays. Why can't they be served any every, every other day? Like throughout the week. I'll just be happy all fucking week. Guys aren't really agreeing to me right now. They're like, no. Yeah, see? Dude, you're at a party. Someone's like, hey, do you want a triple IPA or a mimosa? Like, give me that fucking mimosa, dude. That sounds really good. Makes me feel sexy. Sassy. Mm. Well, shit, that's it. Didn't time this right. Thank you, Pam. You still have time. Wait, 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 wait. You still have like two minutes. Still got two minutes. Why don't you rip right. for um, something? Use shit. your time. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> what jokes work? Just you guys ever suck your own dick before? <laughs> yeah? Come on. <laughs> no? They're laughing. They're just jealous. I did it. I've done it. I was, yeah, yeah. I was 13. I know what you guys are thinking. I got a big old dick. No. Months, months of practice and trial and error, and I finally got it. Finally got it. I remember being disappointed because it felt like I was sucking a dick, not getting my dick sucked. I was like, hold on. There's a dick in my mouth. Let me get this out of here. <laughs> remember that rumor uh, in middle school? Where, like Marilyn Manson sucked his own, he removed the rib to suck his own dick. 
everyone in school they're like oh that's so gay and gross and I was like yo how much did that cost <laughs> I'm ready to save some lunch money and start sucking my own dick oh man you guys ever watch porn with your girlfriends yeah no it's fucking awkward as shit I don't recommend it because like you get the laptop and you gotta act like it's your first time watching porn like you're not addicted to porn like, I don't know what it's like, babe. Big boobs, big butts, porn.com, I don't know. I don't know any of this. I don't know, babe. But when you're by yourself, it's like you're entering the, fuck, the fucking matrix. You're like, I know who I'm looking for. I know the actresses, the name, the actors, the name, the camera guy's name. I know everyone. All right, I'm going to end it right there. Thank you. Yay! Sergio Gonzalez! Yeah, well, I'm glad that you hung in there and did your dick-sucking jokes. That was funny. Thank you. Uh, Dolores Park, what part of it, the part above the playground is actually called Gay Beach. Uh, that's where the gay dudes hang out and tan and swimsuits. Wow. So, FYI. Just a fun, fun fact that for you. That explains it. That explains yeah. I also like your bit about, like, when Uber used to be cool. That's pretty funny. And then, like... It was also like the difference between Uber and Lyft. Like Lyft was like the laid back one, and like you had to sit in the front and pound fists with a guy. Like I like where you're, I like where you're going with it, and like yeah, like where we're at now with it, and like how like it's basically just cabs now. Exactly. Like all like they're just even cab drivers like ditched cabs to become yeah. Ubers. It's like there's no difference. It's like they have to work harder yeah. and get less money. And they're all Nissan Altimos and Priuses. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get like a different car, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what bullshit am I about to deal with with this different car? Uh, Chevy Charger. You said you had a few mimosas on your way here. How long did it take you to get here? <laughs> Where were you coming from? Were you in a lift? Uh, was that your lift giving you drinks? Uh, I like I like the concept of pretending like it's the first time you're watching porn, and I like. Yeah, like you're over, like you're like oh, you're overdoing it. Like oh, porn.hub, that's really great. I like that, and like even overdo it to the point that you like don't know how to use a computer. <laughs> like you're doing the mouse with like your left hand and shit, and like you're like you're like, typing with two fingers and stuff like that. Like completely like back to square one, pretend like you don't know what you're doing. All right, yeah. And then yeah, something. Like, and then then she maybe she like catches you one time, and you're like headset on like not even looking like typing with one hand like something like that i don't know yeah all right thank you uh i thought that i thought it was funny that you said when you were talking about the uber lift thing you were you were saying um the first time you got into an uber you said oh nice water ball and now you're like where's my waters like you said <laughs> waters which is funny that i think it's like you're like asking look where's my case of kirkland like a case um yeah, like a 24-pack now. Um, I, th I think that's funny. Yeah, taking the whole fucking thing. Um, and I also thought it was funny. You were talking about mimosas. It's only served on Sunday. I thought you were going to go somewhere where it's like, um, you know, you're bringing, like, Tropicana with you to bars or wine bars at this point. I feel like there's something funny there about, like, I mean, when do you not drink a mimosa? I guess brunch is, like, prime mimosa. So I guess, like, late night. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I thought the water thing was pretty funny. So, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like a Friday night. Like <laughs> I like the bubbles. Yeah, I was going to say that you, you have an opportunity to maybe like a call back with mimosas if you lead with that, with the Uber. You can upset with him for not having a mimosa. Um, oh, shit. And then also like there's just generally like I want to hear, not that you think that 
mimosas should be served all the time, but where are you drinking a mimosa all the time? Like, is what I want to know. Like, you're just, like, past it. You're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's also funny if you are an Uber driver at some point. <laughs> Like just, you should just sign up and do it once so you can say it if you don't want to lie. All right. Last comment. I think it would be great to think from the perspective of a Dolores Park person, like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside today. Let's shoot up outside. Like <laughs> always. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, some people got some people got places, but uh, and then also I feel like there's something about life and like finally managing to suck your own dick and realizing that this wasn't what you thought it would be. This just wasn't yeah. this wasn't it. It's the last time you chase your dreams. Yeah, it's just like all dreams. It's disappointing. Just yeah. like all dreams that you follow, it just ends in disappointment. Yeah. All right. Built for so long. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sergio Gonzalez. And keep your hands clapping, everyone, because right now he's been giving great comments all night. It's Marty Cuddy. Uh, I had my ancestry test done recently. You guys had one of those done, you know? You take the mouse swab, you send it in, they tell you where you're from. I got a bit of a surprise on mine. I thought I knew, like, you know, my parents told me always 75% Irish, 25% Italian. Turns out I'm 100% gay. It's, and my parents got some explaining to do, because neither of them are gay, you know. So, <laughs> what's going on here? Well, the results are inconclusive. Either I'm gay, or one of the five guys whose DNA they found on my mouth swab is gay. So, it <laughs> really could go either way, you know? Uh, and at least one of them has sickle cell. I think it might be Maurice. Um, <laughs> Uh, I actually do have a friend who got a bit of a surprise on his. Because you know how it tells you, like, other people have taken the test. It'll tell you if you're related to them, if you opt in, right? So he found out he was part Native American, which is kind of cool. also found out he was related to, like, a local alt-right leader. Uh, so you could say that was a bit of a catch-23 in me. All right. That's dumb. Okay. Um, yeah, the groans are appropriate. Uh, anyone here like ketamine? Who here likes ketamine? Huh? 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 Yeah. It's a fun drug. I, uh, my friend asked me one time when I was doing it, I was, he was like, Marty, what's it like? I've never done it before. I was like, well, uh, it's a horse tranquilizer. That's not what I actually said. What I did was stare at him, drool, and fall over. Uh, <laughs> I think I got the message across, you know? If you don't know, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a hallucinogenic that you put up your nose, right? And that's fun, because I guess Coke wasn't getting us fucked up on us. We have to rob the vet's office to find a new drug. Uh, good on us. It lasts about 30 to 45 minutes, which coincidentally is about the length of one song by the band Fish. So, uh, coincidence? I think not. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because I think it's it's hallucinogen for the grown up, right? Because I can't be doing running around doing mushrooms and acid all the time. That's a full day experience. I just want to go give Mother Earth a call every once in a while. I don't want to have to go out on a date and take her out to dinner and shit. You know what I mean? That's that's a, that's where I'm at as an adult. Uh, I've turned a lot of girls lesbian in my lifetime. Um, uh, well, I say turn lesbian is the wrong term, right? Because they were probably already lesbians. I just helped them reaffirm that. Um, and the first one I remember was in high school. She, uh, I, I, I'm, this is all very rough. Uh, I should have, I mean, I don't blame her for not wanting men after that. Not because it was like, we didn't have sex or anything, but I kept ignoring her trying to make out with me uh, to watch the uh, battle scenes from Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Uh, in my defense, 
best of the series. Okay, so I think a really strong defense for me there. Plus, her tongue felt like sandpaper. It felt like a cat's tongue. Uh, and maybe that should have been assigned to me. Um, the second girl uh, hooked up with me at my, my, my brother's wedding. And... Um, we tried to go back to my hotel room, and I took her to the wrong hotel and proceeded to try to find my room for the next hour and a half. And uh, when, I say, when I say wrong hotel, what I really should say it was my brother's hotel where he was staying at for the honeymoon suites, and I busted into his room about three in the morning with uh, this nice lady in tow. So she's a full lesbian now. And then the last one, um, a girl came up to me at a, a girl I know from my rugby team came up to me at a club while I was wearing uh, Daisy Duke overalls. So I thought like, well, she was probably thinks I'm gay now, so she probably won't hit on me. And she uh, leaned over me and said, uh, you got to promise to take it easy on my esophagus tonight. And I said, what? Because it turned out that a uh, girl I had hooked up with on the rugby team about a month prior, uh, I had choked her so hard she sought medical help. Uh, <laughs> and now she's full lesbian. So uh, that's, a, that's my tale, guys. Uh, I'm sticking to it. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I feel like there's something there. That's my time. Thanks a lot. Yay, Marty Cunny. Real quick question is for the 23andMe joke. Uh, the Catch 23andMe thing, I'd also thought about just, rather than making it a separate part at the end, kind of integrating it as like another like quick tag uh, to the initial 23andMe, like Ancestry.com joke. I was wondering what you guys thought, what, if it what, what might work better. And if you have other suggestions, great. I thought, well, you have that line about uh, five men's DNA in your mouth or something. I thought you were going to go with like 23, because that's already a number that you're already using. That could be something. Yeah. But that's kind of trash anyways. Um, I was also going to say you, uh, I think you could talk about how um, reaffirming people's own sexualities, but like, that's how good of an ally you are. Um, <laughs> is that good. like you like what, like, what well, else let me show you you're yeah. definitely a lesbian <laughs> yeah like people support like LGBTQ but you're like out there doing the real work yeah you know? yeah um, putting the like lighting the way yeah lighting the lesbian putting the pen to yeah. fucking no that's, that's a good thought I like that that's good um, with the ketamine thing I they just like started prescribing ketamine yeah yeah, I thought you were gonna do a joke about that. Maybe I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it it's just a weird thing because it's like not a lot of people really know anything about ketamine, and so when I'm up here, like I try to avoid explaining things too much, mm -hmm. right? Because then I feel like I have to like make people understand something before I can make a joke about it. Whereas with I'd rather just throw out like quick jokes, but if people know that it's being prescribed, I don't know. I don't know how much people know, right? Uh, I was just going to say, like, uh, you're like a businessman. You need to be able to do ketamine at lunch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. It's like no, no like, scotches for me. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. key bumps. Just, just ketamine. Key there, bumps at naked lunch. There, yeah. I need a lunchtime hallucinogen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There could also be something about uh, ketamine being part of, like, keto diet. Like, if you want to... Keto like, it sounds similar, yeah. but it's like the not the same for. thing. So what the K stands for. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Fuck me. 
well, you can't use you can't have special K in a keto diet because it has it's because keto diets don't have uh, carbs, and special K is literally made with carbs. Although special K is what they also call ketamine. There could be something funny in there with names, uh, but ketamine also uh, just to give you a little more science, they use it now for heroin cessation. Yeah, they're 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 doing a lot of different uses: depression treatment, heroin cessation, PTSD, all this stuff. Yeah, not and not that you have to explain. I mean, it's yeah. not that funny if you explain it. And either. I'm like, now I don't have PTSD. I mean, I didn't have PTSD, <laughs> but I don't have it either. So. <laughs> I didn't have it in the first place, but I feel really like ready for it. You know, <laughs> you're ready for PTSD because you've already done ketamine. Yeah, you bring on the bring I'm, on I'm, the shell shock. I'm, I'm way out ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Marty Cunny always great jokes. Other comments? Any other comments? One more comment. Wait, I just learned something. They they use horse tranquilizer to treat horse horse addiction. Does people not know that oh. slang for heroin. Oh, horse! Oh, right now. Yes. Ah. Wow, more wordplay. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I really hope people know about ketamine now. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Marty Cunny, everyone. Teaching everyone about ketamine here at MutinyRadio.fm. I love that. Hey, the stream's back up and running. No claps? Fuck you guys. The stream's been down for a week and a half, and I've been stressed the fuck out. But it's back. It's back up. We're now live streaming. People can hear us again, and uh, everything's going to be okay. We have a new computer, and everything's great. And we have your next comedian. Thanks for donating. Thanks, you guys, for being here. Thanks for taking pictures and posting them to Instagram and tagging Mutiny Radio SF. But right now, thank you for clapping your hands for your next comedian, Richard Barney. Oh, hell yeah. What's going on? I'm going to put the money in. Fucking awesome start as usual. <laughs> uh, Starting your time next. Thank you. Uh, is anyone here in a relationship? Yay! You are uh, not Marty, because uh, I know the answer for Marty. Uh, you know, so uh, with you and a partner, who's the better person? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what? Probably her. Yeah. There's like, uh, does she compost? No. No. Oh. Wow. You're dating a real piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, no, my uh, my landlord sent me a text message. Uh, he owns the whole building, and he sent in there. They're called the Alvarados. That's the fam- family downstairs. He sent me a text message that said, uh, "I know the Alvarados, Mr. Richard. I know the Alvarados are good people because they compost." <laughs> I did not compost. That was the most passive-aggressive way for my landlord to to break that news to me that he's been watching. Uh, my I found out my girlfriend's a, a very good person, and it's incredibly annoying. Uh, so her friend Eric's mom just died, right? And so my girlfriend said, "We're gonna make them lasagna." Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Great, I'm down to help. We'll make lasagna." Um, I mean, I was there when she made lasagna. Uh, <laughs> And so we did that, and we brought, we brought Eric the lasagna, and I was like, oh my god, I'm such a good person for being there for my girlfriend when she made him the lasagna, and then going all the way to Eric's. Uh, and then, so we went home, 
And then two days later, she said, hey, we're going to Eric's house to help him out. And I was like, do you think they're done with all that lasagna? <laughs> it was a lot of lasagna. Like, do you think that they got through all the stuff that was in the fridge, even? Because there's like two-thirds of it, we put it in the freezer. So... Uh, I have to move pretty soon, and one of the things I'm trying to figure out is, do I want to ask my friends to help me move, or do I want to think that I have friends? <laughs> you know, uh, it's, a, it's a risky gamble. Uh, last time that happened, I uh, I actually just had to completely move out of the city because I realized I'm just I had zero friends. I'm like I'm going to start over again, and that's how I came here. <laughs> okay, there's something there at the top. Uh, does anybody here have a LinkedIn? Yeah. Yeah, most of us have LinkedIn's. Um, I think that the computers will become self-aware before any of the people who are making posts on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> who are these people posting about, like, we can see that you wrote a thousand words on being a product manager. <laughs> We can see that. <laughs> uh, I know I probably, you guys probably wouldn't notice that, like, you wouldn't think I'm like super cool or anything, but I did play drums at youth group. <laughs> Hell yeah, I really fucking jammed out and praised Jesus the best way I knew how. Tearing up those skins. Just tearing up the skins. It's really tearing those skins <laughs> for Jesus. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> I should write some jokes. <laughs> Richard Barney actually had a lot of jokes. Yay! Clap wildly for him. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Yay. Oops. Feedback. Sorry about that. Um, I love the you're a monster that you don't compost. And um, I would bring that back as uh, I would say it a couple times about why you're a monster. Like, mm. I have zero friends because I'm a monster. Or mm. I'd just bring that back a couple times. And uh, there's, I a, there's an opportunity to compost a dead mom. Just saying that. Oh, about shit. Also, you were Thank talking you. about LinkedIn endorsing composting. That's another one if in the mm. room that. Um, but yeah, endorse the, you know, uh, composting. The human, that's the, it's the greatest gift to the compost gods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have new mushrooms. And you can do that in Oregon now. Compost human? Human bodies. Somebody else has a bit about it. They're using mushrooms. Steal steal all, okay. Don't steal. <laughs> I also... Oh, loves when people steal his bits and he's not sensitive about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you say a thousand words about a project manager, I think there's an extra tag about... Um, and I still don't know what a product, product manager is or does. Because yeah. they wrote a thousand... I mean, they could write 10,000 words on it and I still have no idea what that job is. Because nobody reads that shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and nobody, nobody knows what a product manager is. I guess except for product managers. I thought you had a lot of jokes in there that were very funny. Thank you. Monster who doesn't compost. <laughs> uh, so apparently the landlord's going through your trash. Uh, what, is, so what else does he know about you? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Could be something to explore there. Yeah. The, like, the, the worst. So he yeah. knows that I've been... You basically have like yeah. a stalker that lives in your building. You know? 
Yeah, I'm thinking that, so he knows that I composted those bodies or something. Yeah, he yeah. knows that I compost something terrible or. Yeah, or, or yeah, you throw out, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. something to think about. Uh, but you're, you keep repeating, like, I'm a good person for, like, the whole lasagna thing. I'm also a hungry person. <laughs> uh, what's going on with that lasagna? Uh, and you're a bit about moving on when you just like realize you have no friends in each city. Uh, you're like the opposite of the guys who like starting families in multiple cities and like <laughs> maintaining them. You just leave. You're like once you're like totally devoid and nobody notices you'd even be gone. That's when you move along. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, that's so sad. <laughs> well, you're cutting it deep, Marty. That's what you're going for. Also about LinkedIn, like I, I think I think um, I felt like you were gonna go. Uh, like, did you just say congrats to me? Like, you know how LinkedIn it always has. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you just congratulate me on my new position? Like, it's like the default ones, and people still use them, which is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be something there. Just toss it all out there. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yay, Richard Barney! Hooray! And then hooray! We're still moving right along. We have two more comedians that get comments, and then after that, we'll just do four minutes apiece. Your next comedian, she's a lady. And she's a lady. I just learned that. Everybody, put your hands together for Dylan the Kiever. Okay, thanks, everyone. He's still in this room. My name is Dylan McKeever, which is a name I feel like doesn't really fit me, you know? I feel like I don't look like a Dylan McKeever. Um, I feel like it's a name for a very, like, pale, very Irish boy. <laughs> and there's a simple reason for all this. Um, the truth is that I'm a trans woman, and I was just too lazy to change my name when I came out. <laughs> you have to like go to the DMV and stuff, and I wasn't going to do that. Um, yeah, and I know what's going through your heads right now. I know you're all gagging over yourselves because I'm serving this fucking five um, unclockable ahi tuna fish realness right now. Um, thanks. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my truth. I'm trans and I love it. Um, and that's a lot of pretext for the mean potatoes. Let's get into it. Um, I started dating men for the first time in my life, which is like, a th- it's a trip. Um, <laughs> Pam's, Pam's clapping back there. <laughs> um, I mostly dated women, and one of the things that I've been most surprised at is how enthusiastic straight men are about going down on me, which they'll act like very coy about it. They'll act like shy and like kind of coquettish, like, yo, <laughs> like, I'm pretty excited about this, but never done this kind of thing before, and... You know, I just want to see how it goes. Maybe we could take it slow. Uh, like, I don't know. Then as soon as it comes out, they're just like, eyes roll back in their head, and they're just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, And I'm like, where, where is this coming from? <laughs> it really, what it reminds me of is, do you guys ever see like those like tiny terriers that like they've lived their whole lives inside of like a 10th floor apartment? being like carried around in like a hand handbag everywhere and they have this sort of like gooey eyed look on their face like what is my purpose in life like what am i i don't know i guess this is it like i'm just <laughs> i'm just like a pamper little poof ball <laughs> until they see like a rat like scurry across the street like they're out with their owner on a walk they see a rat scurry across the street and it all clicks all of a sudden where they're like holy fucking shit i'm a ratting terrier like i was 
I was born to like crush rat guts in between my teeth on a farm in like New England or something. And they tear away from their owner and just like chase this rat down with this like intensity and like ferocity and like sense of purpose that they'd never like shown before. Um, just like, wow. <laughs> and um, that's what it's like when like, <laughs> when straight men like see my dick and I'm like what, like, what, what, like, what the fuck is this um, and just to like, sort of sum that joke up I mean I, I mean straight men are dogs which we all knew but my dick is like a greasy straight rat that they're all dying to get their mouths around <sighs> um, I had some other jokes like, leading up to that but I don't know <laughs> maybe I'll go back just pretend that this joke happened like earlier um, because I guess I have more time. Uh, a lot of people ask me, a lot of cis people ask me, they're just like, hey, uh, have you had the surgery? Have you had it? Like, the surgery, have you had the surgery? Have you done it? Um, have you had the surgery? And I'm like, first of all, thank you for asking. <laughs> I love fielding questions about my genitals. <laughs> um, second, like, it's kind of a personal, it's, that's like a kind of a personal thing, you know? I don't share that information with everyone, but... I feel comfortable talking about, about it right now in this room of mostly men. <laughs> um, the truth is that with a lot of pain, a lot of money, a lot of time in recovery, I have had the surgery. I got a second dick installed right next to the first one. <laughs> I feel like I'm finally living in the body that I was like meant to be in, you know? I finally, like, I'm, I feel like I'm living my truth finally. <laughs> like double pump action. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for me. Thanks, guys. My first time here. Hooray! Yay! Uh, that was great. You were great. Um, I the 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 terrier bit at mapping is fucking hilarious. Um, I think it'd be really. You could think about moving around parts of that. I think. Like you could, uh, like, and even with the second question, um, where you could kind of layer them a little bit interestingly, like one of the things like, and so you might guys might be wondering, I, and then like you just answer the question right away, which is like, yeah, my, I have a dick like a greasy street rat. <laughs> and like, that's just a funny thing that I think that you can like back up and kind of go back and forth. Yeah, I like that. It's the first time I've told that joke, so. It's really it, it you, you, have a, you have a way with words. Pampered little poof ball is a great phrase, and greasy street rat, all those um, metaphors are, and similes are great. Thanks. I thought the ahi tuna thing was really funny, and I feel like uh, the moments where you were like moving from bit to bit were really funny. Um, so if you just like riff, I feel like you would be like great at that because like those little moments in between jokes, like you're just like totally free. So I feel like that's like the ahi tune thing. I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, and this, I mean, it's like you could, you could do like a misdirect thing, like wisdom teeth surgery, but that might not be worth it because it's like a good bit on some. So. It's like no, wisdom teeth? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, people ask me, it's like, yeah, I mean, you could, but, but it's like, the way you're doing it now still holds it for the last punch-up, which is better, so don't do it, but... Uh, <laughs> but, if you, but if you open up with, yeah. have you had the surgery, right, right, right. have, have you had the surgery, yeah, you okay. can be like... And I was like, oh shit, I have a lot of time. Yeah, it like bunk after it, they're like, what? Yeah, of course I have my wisdom teeth. Yeah, Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Like, whose mouth is that big that they can handle all the... 
That's right. Thanks for letting me tell two dick jokes. In you uh, just to compliment you, not I mean, and not to comp not to compliment your your beauty because I shouldn't do that because no, you, you're smart because you're smart and clever and amazing. But you have great hair. Uh, thank you. I love your hair. Oh, so it, it it's like you have you have awesome hair, and that has nothing to do with your jokes. And you're clever and funny and wonderful, but you're also very very I'll pretty. I'll take any kind of compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at one point, you, you, when you're doing the comparison of the dog and the guys, uh, you s have the dog say, like, oh, I'm a rat terrier. And I feel like you need a parallel for the guy for that. Like, oh, I'm a cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, that's, that's good. just as a general note, if I'm like comparing terrier ratters to like uh, sucking dick, I feel like it's kind of a similar noise. Like, <laughs> you know? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Any other comments? Right. Clap your hands together for Dylan McKeever. Last comic who gets comments is coming up next, and then we have three comics after, so I invite you to stay if you can. But right now, the last comic who's going to get comments, everybody from far away, it's Jason King. <laughs> Totally got that wrong before. <laughs> Wasn't even close. Uh, I'm Jason King. I'm from New York City. Yeah. Um, I just recently moved to San Francisco. Um, since I moved here, I've learned that everyone stays the fuck out the tenderloin. Um, you know, I was in the tenderloin the other day and I saw a sign that said Tenderloin Museum. And I immediately thought, ew. <laughs> Like, who, who saw, like, a dude dropping a deuce on a tenderloin sidewalk and was like, that, that people will pay for? <laughs> Makes you wonder what's in the museum, right? You go to the first exhibit, it's like, former hopes and dreams of a tenderloin junkie. First one reads, for years I studied the human body. Breaking my back, I couldn't figure out shit. And to this day, I still can't suck my dick. <laughs> Second exhibit celebrates innovation within the Tenderloin. First thing you see is an artifact that shows their leadership in recycling, aka a condom used three times. How does it work? One guy goes in this way, second guy goes in that way, and the third guy still gets his dick wet. Post-sex, most guys have regrets. This guy just busted a nut and saved a penguin. No regrets. Second artifact you see is a slide whistle that's used as a crack pipe. So you click on the video to see how it works. Guy's like, oh, this doesn't work. All right, this shit ain't no joke. Okay. <laughs> Worked much better than the kazoo. <laughs> now before you leave, uh, you see uh, some headphones on the wall. And they showcase uh, music within the Tenderloin. And you're like, well, the Bay Area has a rich music history. Tower of Power, Sly and the Family Stones, E-40. And so you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to listen. So you put on the headphones and you're like, all right. Oh, there's hope. Tell me where the blow. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, how much time do I have? 
You have a minute and a half left. Jesus Christmas. Um, I actually had this idea for a third exhibit, which I've been skipping over, and maybe I'll share it because it has never worked before. Um, third exhibit uh, are, is a collection of voice boxes, okay? And there are recordings and there are blurbs related to each recording. First recording, despite all odds, this man achieved his goal. Finally, finally I've guaranteed food in the home for the night. Woo! <laughs> I smacked the shit out that cop. <laughs> Second, this woman gave her all to the tenderloin. I'll give you all this pussy for $40 and a Sour Patch child. <laughs> this woman never gave up. It's me again, $35 and I will jiggle your nuts. <laughs> That's it. All right, thank you. Jason King! I would really appreciate any exhibit ideas if you guys have some. Out the way from New York. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think the initial way you set up um, being the uh, Tenderloin Museum, and someone was walking by, you know, seeing someone like poop on the street, and just thought like Exhibit A, like perfect, like just like <laughs> I feel like the earlier you introduced like the word exhibit, just like a fun one. Um, but also like museums have all those constant like little signs that are like um, you know don't touch the glass or whatever, but here you can be like, you could touch it, but you don't want to. Like, um, it's not disallowed, it's just preferred not to. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think that was I feel like it's easy to have an interactive exhibit with the tenderloin. That was, that was an early idea. Yeah, <laughs> like even just straight up needles. Also, did you know that multiple members of Tower of Power were hit by a train a couple of years ago. They were okay. No. They were okay. Wow. But they multiple, like two of them got hit by a train in 2017. Wow. They were okay. Oh, that's awful. You know, when I first moved to San Francisco, I was totally blown away. Mostly because I got hit by a car. <laughs> if, if, if you were going to do a tenderloin exhibit, it could be like, what is this liquid? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it? Because it could be. It could be. It could be talk of vodka. It could be. It could be heroin. It could be beer. It could be pee. It could be. It could be diarrhea. There are so many, and that's. I mean, that's just gross. But what? What? What is yeah. this liquid? What? What is this garbage bag full of? Yes. Yes. What? Uh, yes. Exactly. Is that? Is that a takeout? It's like a how many jelly bean are in the thing, but instead it's like how many sprite cans are in this garbage bag. And, and there's um there's a thing. That that it, because there's no bathrooms, a lot of really nice, yeah. questionably housed people will actually um, go into like clam shells or, um, you know, like to-go containers. So they'll go in a to-go container and then other people might think that it's a to-go container full yeah. of food and then they open it up on top of a garbage can and it's really filled with poo. That's just a real thing, but I know it's gross. But like, there's all kinds of like the weirdest, you know, what's, what is in that coffee yeah. cup? There's also like a Tenderloin Museum, like just the idea of a museum having one of those suggested charity boxes where you put in like dollar bills, but it's like, um, 
like white people walking into the Tenderloin Museum, like donating, but like right outside, not willing to give anyone any money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. costs like it costs like twelve bucks to get into the Tenderloin yeah, Museum. Yeah, it costs something. like thirty bucks. Right outside, there's yeah. like four people shooting up. Like, oh no, they don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's like different options. Like, will you be paying in cash or crack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. We're like, which level? The biggest donors, like, you know how museums have names for donors? Oh right, yeah. They're crackheads. They're real. Like, you just level up. On, on the drugs. There's the cocaine. There's the crack is at the yeah. bottom and the cocaine's at the top, even though they're ostensibly the same drug. Yeah, that's the funny. Gets a wing, the, I mean, yeah. Good okay. stuff. Hey, welcome to town. Yes. We hope to see you again and again here at Muni Radio. Everybody clap your hands together for Jason King. All right. Well, I was signed up next, but I feel like it's, um, it's unfair. We should go through the list first and then, because I just need to run some jokes out loud. So, but we're done with comments and uh, we'll do our last two comics. We're just going to do four minute sets. If you want to give them comics, comments after, you know, go up and tell them individually, but we only have time for the first 12 people to get those. But right now, put your hands together, everybody, for Starler Burns. <laughs> Y'all remember to donate? Yay! Thank you. I did. So, my roommate's been watching a lot of Friends lately. Here is my impression of every guy on every 90s sitcom. I sure hope no one thinks I'm a homosexual. Because I'm not a homosexual. Regardless of what this series of misunderstandings may have indicated. That's the entire joke, that's it. I just wrote that down today. Okay, so I had a meeting at work the other day. They were trying to motivate us. And my boss closed it with, as Emerald would say, we've got to kick it up a notch. <laughs> oh my god, I had to excuse myself. Those, those dated references, man, that's just heroin to the small mining town that is my veins. Hey, you folks heard of these NSYNC guys? More like insufferable. I'll take Green Day any day, am I right? Hey, here's my impression of Ricky Martin at Starbucks. I'm living La Vida Mocha. How about that Monica Lewinsky? How about Monica Lewinsky? I've been thinking a lot about Monica Lewinsky lately. I was a little kid when that scandal hit, so it was all fun and games. Like, ha ha, this lady got caught filleting the president. Filleting, yeah. It's fun to look up dirty words in the dictionary. Anyway, it stayed funny for a while, but as I got older, man, Monica was 22 when that shit went down. When I was 22, I had to get an extension on a term paper because I dropped my laptop in the toilet. I was trying not to disturb my roommate with my pornography. You're not ready to have your life defined when you're 22. You're like not ready to exist when you're 22. I'm pushing 30 now, and I don't think you should be judged for any dick you've sucked until you're at least 25. Maybe ever. Like, fuck it, I'm on Team Monica now. She got a bum rap with the helicopters and such. I just want her to live like the most full, 
accomplished life full of accolades and joy. And then when kids look her up in the future on Wikipedia or like crypto VR Wikipedia or someone makes your entry past tense, you die in real life, uh, uh, they'll get to that one part and just be like, Monica Lewinsky sucked a president's dick? THE MONICA LEWINSKY?! That's my dream. Don't let any dick define you. Alright, well I only got a little bit of time, so let's practice some one-liners. Sound good? Yeah. So let's see what we got here. So, my mama didn't teach me much, but she sure as sugar taught me to treat every man as a potential rapist. You know what, that's all it says here. That's the only one-liner. Uh, that's true, though. That's a, that's a lesson I passed down to my dog. All right, I think I'm about out of time here, so I'll let you get back to your final comic. And then Pam. Yay! Starler Burns with bizarrely true one-liners, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> cool. That was fun. Every man's potential rapist. That's a great punchline. All right. I mean, I, I love the new rape allegations with uh, Donald Trump. That just nothing could make me happier <laughs> that he, to learn that he's a bigger shithead than I thought. Your last comedian is not a shithead. He is awesome, and he's one of the guys behind OMG. I haven't get, gotten to see him in a long time because I work on Tuesdays now, but I get to see him right now, and so do you, everybody. Boris Shakurko. Happy to be here. Uh, I've been uh, been really stressed recently. I feel like it's very easy to get stressed. So what I've been doing, uh, I've been listening to a guided meditation on my way to work. Um, you know, it's a lot of, like breathe in, breathe out. And the problem is that I take BART. You know, so I'm listening to a guided meditation right here, two feet away, due to shooting up. You know, um, but I can relate. I feel like we're both after the same thing. Um, <laughs> Right? He's just going to get there quicker. That's my problem. I'm breathing energy into my heart. This dude shooting it straight in. That's so much more efficient. I, uh, it was Father's Day. I spent some time with my father. My dad, weird guy, he told me recently he doesn't want me to date black women. And I said, why? And he said, well, uh, I just think they've been through enough. Um, so it's progressive, I think. Um, I'm uh I'm non I'm not monogamous I'm not monogamous but uh but I'm also single so it's like I'm like if I was with someone I'd also be okay with being with someone else but there's no practical application um I or something else uh whew, comedy isn't it fun um. I I don't know I I found that uh. I don't know, I've been recently, I feel like the easiest way to trigger just like an existential crisis is to write a resume. Uh, it's very easy. It's like, oh, what's that thing I spent three years mastering? Oh, that's one bullet point? Okay. Cool. Perfect. 29 more to go. Great. I, uh, I don't uh, really pray a lot. I don't pray, but I've... Um, I know, I was, on a, I was on a public transportation and there was someone sitting next to me and... He had like six garbage bags and it smelled really bad. And I started, I, I you know, I kind of prayed. I was like, I just hope he gets off at the next stop. And he did. And I was like, oh, maybe God exists. And then a woman with four garbage bags sat down. Um, so, you know, revenge is fun. Um, 
you know, people, whenever people, uh, you know, Adam was talking about it, whenever people tell me that I look like someone uh, that they know, like when people are like, you know who you look like? It's always someone who spends most of their time fiddling on a roof. That's usually <laughs> the reference they go with. Um, I always try to write a joke about what I look like, but one time a dude um, was like, <coughs> Jewish. So um, I feel like that's accurate. Uh, I... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, that's a garbage joke. Fuck my life. Um, I don't pray. Ha ha ha. Comedy, comedy. I don't know. Religion is uh, religion's weird because uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm like an atheist, but I'm also I also like believe in God. Cause here's the thing, like um, you know, I I am an atheist, but I'm also wrong about most things. Why would I be right about this? You know, I thought Hillary was going to win. <laughs> like, what am I, you know, what's the chance I'm right about this? Um, I don't know, I was reading that, uh, uh, you know, isn't Harry Tubman supposed to be on $20 bill? I was reading that she was supposed to be, but um, apparently Donald Trump doesn't want it. And um, I think they're thinking about adding a $2 billion denomination um, just to add Harry Tubman to it. And it's weird because Trump couldn't even afford that. But um, also, I think the primary use of a 2 billion dollar nomination would just be to uh, pay rent in the Bay Area. Uh, I um, I don't know, what was it? What was topical? Uh, there was a drone, there was an American drone that was shot over Iran. Uh, it was shot down. Um, and I just think it's lucky that the Department of Defense has Amazon Prime because the refund is automatic. Uh, I feel like that's always fun, you know. Um, comedy's fun. Uh, comedy's great. Um, it's, oh my god, it's just like really freeing for me. Uh, yeah, I already said that. Yeah, that's not right. okay. Cool, I'm done. Uh, clap for Pam and stay, stay around. Yay, boys yeah, That's a very funny set. Okay, I'm gonna run around, clap for me. Yay! Well, thank you so much for staying. It's so nice of you guys. Uh, and I shouldn't say guys. I should say folks. <laughs> folks. Well, no, I use I use guys for everybody. I use dudes for everybody. Uh, why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. <laughs> you see, we're triggered by everything. I'm so glad that Boris talked about uh, Hillary losing the election in 2016. Because what did I learn from that election? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> Good learning lessons from politics. I'm also glad you talked about God. That was really exciting. I actually used to be a cheerleader for God. <laughs> Only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. Okay, I was actually a cheerleader for Christ. Uh. I wasn't actually for God, but specifically for Christ, our Lord and Savior. Uh, maybe you guys can help me a little bit. Give me a K. Okay. Give me an I. I. Give me an L. L. Give me an L. L. Who did the Jews kill? Jesus. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay! Anybody else raise Christian? <laughs> no? We all get 12 mansions in heaven. Yay! Something like that. The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader uh, is the skirts were really long. 
which were not sexy. Uh, also, my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. <laughs> so, not sexy. Uh, my favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20.12, which is, if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> Yay, I totally agree with that. I love being stoned. Also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude. You know, you guys can say anything you want about Barack. You can say that he's caused global warming or porcupines or your smelly dick or whatever. Uh, you can blame him for whatever you want, but you can't blame him for being sexy. He is a, he was a good, he still is a good-looking man, even with the gray. Love, love Barack. But who I miss more than Barack? Michelle! Anybody miss Michelle? Funny enough, she's like ahead in the polls and she's not even running for president. <laughs> but she's, everyone loves Michelle. I love Michelle. I love everything she did. As a first lady, she spoke. She said things. She changed things. She like hated fat kids or whatever and changed school lunches and like made them work out. And she was like, let's go running. It was great. I miss Michelle. And with the new first lady, Mel Melania? Melania? Melania. Do you know what her name is? Yeah, it. It's Melania? Okay, it's Melania. I wouldn't know because she never speaks. I have no idea. I'd like to make fun of her accent, but again, I don't know what she sounds like. I hear she speaks four languages. Pick one, speak, say anything. <laughs> show, us, show us on the doll where he touched you. Blink twice if you're okay. Do you need help? Has the DNR, if you, are you okay? Poor Melania. Well, I wish that she would say something as a first lady, and I thought that she would just jump on the coattails of Michelle and just plagiarize uh, you know, her hatred of fat kids, but she would teach kids bulimia because it makes kids four times the consumer. Right? They literally consume four times the food. And then how she'd be known as an, as an environmentalist because she's going to teach the kids to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. It's going to be amazing. That, that acidic vomit compost is going to be amazing for the wine vines in Napa. There's going to be some great Pinot Noir circa 2020. Really excited about Melaniania. Oh, I was trying to think of all my tags from Leanne. She, you know, she looks so pretty when she frowns. Thank God. Like, what else? What else is she good for? Just look pretty. But that's the thing. Is like, the way I grew up was that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. Say something. You're so pretty. Everyone will listen to you because you're gorgeous. Uh, I had one more new one-liner I wanted to run by everybody, and now I can't remember it. Oh, whatever. I'll just end on it. You said an ahi joke. I'll end on an ahi joke. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know that my cat loves me because I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend. And my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them, meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. <laughs> That's ahi, not albacore. It is dark, dark and purpled with age. None of that white shit. It is dark. It is masturbating for this many years. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I'll leave you with uh, thinking about, since we're already in my pubic region, I'm never worried about being pantsless because I have so much pubic hair. It's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. <laughs> Thank you guys for staying and listening to my jokes. This has been Joke Workshop. 
Yay, the stream is back up, which is very exciting. So this podcast will be online. Thank you for coming every Monday, 6 to 8. Uh, we also have open mics on Friday from 6 to 8, Saturday 4 to 6, and Sunday 4 to 6. We have a showcase every Friday. This Friday is actually a free um, screening of Nick Scarpino's film Waiting for the Punchline. So if you want to come on Friday at 8 and see his film, we're going to be showing it somewhere on a white wall. <laughs> we'll take some art down. Um, thanks again for being here. Yay! Oh, does anybody know if there's, what are the other open mics tonight? There's no more saloon. That's gone. Uh, I'm never going to get over there in time to make because I saw that they have a pre-sign that goes forever. Are there others? There's nothing else. Manny's is what, a showcase now on Mondays? Is that what's going on? Delirium. Delirium might be happening. That's true. Okay. Well, good. Thank you all for being here. Have a good night. Yay!
Shopify.com and experience Subliminal SF.